The Chayadim continues, Hilchas Chanukah, and he says that Tzarech Lizar Ma'od, we have to be very careful about the Halachas of Chanukah. Everyone has to light candles. We'll get to exactly who in the family should light, but it's a chiv, it's an obligation on everyone to make sure you have Chanukah candles. And he says, even an Oni, a poor man who gets supported by Tzedakah, Hamasfarnis Minat Tzedakah, he has to even sell the shirt off his back in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Chanukah. There's a very interesting halacha here that when it comes to Parsumi Nisa, when it comes to a mitzvah that we do to show Akar Satayv to the Nase, that Hashem did for us, whether it's going out of Mitzrayim, the dollar kaisis we have, the four cups of wine we drink on Pesach, or the Hanukkah candles. There's a halacha that although when it comes to mitzvahs, typical mitzvahs, we say, a person does not have to give more than 20% of his wealth in order to fulfill the mitzvah. When it comes to parsume nisa, when it comes to a mitzvah that's showing the miracle, showing our gratitude, we would have to go even further than that. And just a brief insight would probably be that there's, there's a deeper meaning here, a deeper message, is that when it comes to Hakar Satayv and Parsume Nisa, to th- of thanking Kadesh Baruch Hu and showing everyone what Hashem did for us and remembering it, so it requires more than, you know, how much a person could afford. And every single person cannot say, meaning every single person has the obligation to show Akaras Atari, Parsumanista, whatever it means, even if it means taking the shirt off your back, it's still required in order to show the Akaras for the nace of Hanukkah and for the nace of uh, Yetzias Mitzrayim. So the Gemara tells us that there are brachas, the Chazar Masakin, that there are brachas that we say when we light the candles. So the classic, uh, we, we know the brachas, the first bracha is Ashrek Disham, Ner, Shel Hanukkah, or Hanukkah, it's Machlekes. How, how to say it, whichever one you do is fine. And then there's a bracha of Sha'as and Nisim. Now, when it comes to a mitzvah, so if it's a mitzvah that's bam is man man, that it's only a certain time of the year, we will make a Shechiyonah, so we make a Shechiyonah the first night of Hanukkah. There's a question which the Gemara raises, is that how can we say a Shechiyonah mitzvah is a that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us on a mitzvah? It's, this is not from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is from the Dirabon, Chazal or Mesakin, Chazal instituted to make, to light candles after the nace of the, with the Yavonim and the nace of the, of the uh, Shemen, the oil in the base of Mikdash. So how could we say, Vitzivanu, that Hashem commanded us? So the Gemara answers, the Gemara brings two psukim. First, the, the Gemara says, the, the, in the Chumash it says, Apia Torah Sheyerucha, Vala Mishpat, Asher Yermelecha Tase, Leisasur Manadavar, Asher Yagidelecha Yeminusmos. You have a passage clearly in the Torah which says, Leisasur, a person should not go against what his, what the, what the, what Chazal tell him, what the Rabbanim of his generation tell him to do. So, so that's clearly Vitzivano, it's a Tzivoy of Hashem. And we are allowed to say that our mitzvah is the Rabbanon. The Gemara brings another pasuk: Zechari Yemayis Elam Binu Shnois Tarvadar Shalavicha Viagedcha Zekenecha Viyarmulach. Another pasuk telling us to hold strong to our Messiah and whatever our ancestors have told us to do, we do. So this is actually the source that there is an that when Chazal are misakin a mitzvah, they can also be misakin a bracha, and we can still say vitzivanu. There are many times that we make brachas which would only be on a mitzvah to Rabbanon. One of them would be Natila Sedayim. For a Suda, we say, There's no mitzvah daraisa to wash your hands. There's other brachas which we say vitzivanu on, on Megillah, Megillah Esther. But it's based on this Gemara by Hanukkah 
which is the, the source in Shas, that Chazal can institute brachos even for mitzvahs that are not the Araisa. <clears throat> okay, so the Chayavim continues and he says, Everyone is Chayav in the nearest of Hanukkah, which means every single person has his own personal obligation to light candles. However, the Gemara does use the term of Ner Ish Ubeisai, that there is a concept that the household itself needs one candle. So although every individual theoretically is obligated in the nearest Hanukkah, but if he's in a home with other people, and that home, that bias, that someone's lighting candles in that bias, so as long as he's considered part of that house, so then that household, so then only one person is obligated to light candles. Now the Minigan Ashkenaz, for the Ashkenazim is that every single person in that house that will light candles. And we'll get to the halachas of, of women, children, all that stuff. So when we say hako chayavin, everyone's obligated, it sounds like even women are chayav. So isn't it a question that this should be a mitzvah, shahazman grama, that it's only a certain time of the year and it's at night, so women should really be putter. So the Gemara says, afheim hayu benes. They were also involved in the nase of Hanukkah, the miracle of Hanukkah. We mentioned in the previous discussion that Yehudis was part of the, the miracle of, 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 of Hanukkah. Additionally, they were part of Xera. There's a machlekes in the Rishonim. When we say, Afim does that mean they were part of the, the miracle or they were part of Xera and they were affected by the nace? So the, there was Xera on the women that they should be Baal Hegma and Tchila, that whenever they got married, they would have to go uh, be, in, be with the, the generals or whoever the Hegman was in, in those times. So they were part of Xera. So the nace affected them as well, and therefore women are chayev in lighting candles. What about katana? What about young children? So halacha is, we paskin, that, that once children reach the age of chinuch, which would be around six years old or the like, then the father has a mitzvah of chinuch to mechanech them to light candles so that when they get older, they will know what to do. And in most families, in, in Ashkenazi circles, the children will light candles starting from the age of six, and sometimes even earlier, they will start lighting candles. The question is, what about uh, women? Are women, you know, they're chayev. It says everyone's chayev. However, in a typical scenario, the way the place can view it, a woman who's married, so her husband is lighting candles. So we say that ishtoy kegufay. So therefore, for, for a husband, his wife is considered as, as part of him. So when he lights candles, he is yaitza her with his lighting. He's mighty her with his lighting, and she doesn't have to light candles, and that's the minog. In most families, that the husband will light the can- light Hanukkah candles, and the wife will not. Halacha is, let's say she wants to light candles. She also wants to be part. She wants to feel the, the, the Hanukkah. Halacha is, there's no problem. She's allowed to light candles. She's allowed to make a bracha. She has a chiv. She could patter herself by utilizing her husband's lighting, but if, she, if a woman wants to light her own candles, there is no problem with that. There's a discussion, let's say the husband is out of town, he's on a business trip, should the wife light candles for herself? So most pais can say yes, That's that the only reason why she doesn't light candles on a regular night of Hanukkah is because her, she's, she's being might see, she's being yotzi with her husband. But let's say her husband's out of town, he's not here, so she should light on her own, 
there are those places in the argument say wherever her husband is, she could be yotz with her husband's lighting. Mir Tashem will get to that. We'll get to, uh, we'll probably spend an entire year just discussing all the traveling, different scenarios, being out of town, in town, being guests in a hotel. We'll have to figure out where is the husband lighting? Is he lighting as a guest? Is he lighting as a host in someone else's home? So we'll talk about that, and we'll we'll circle back and discuss if a woman would have to light candles if her husband is not in town, he's not coming home that night. Does she have to light candles? What about young, young, uh, young girls? So the the it seems like in the pricing that they would they would typically not be mechanech them to light candles, and the question is why not? So the Chassam Sefer writes that the, that historically we used to light in the streets, we used to light candles outside, in front of your home. And it's not betzniyus uh, for women to go outside and be lighting candles, and that's why the minog was not that the, was was that they shouldn't be lighting candles. Additionally, the the another reason to not light is if their mothers aren't lighting candles, it would be sort of a bazillion if the young girls are lighting and the mother isn't. So it's it seems like they're doing something; they're being more machmer than their mothers. So perhaps that's another reason this is brought down in the pesukim why the minog was that they didn't light. Another reason is that when we're mechanich people, we typically, the chinuch is that when you get older, you'll be able to do it yourself. So for a young girl, you're being mechanich her to, to light candles, but when she gets older, the hope and the plan is for her to get married. She's not going to be lighting candles. These are three various reasons why in many homes they do not, the women, the young girls do not light candles. However, in, uh, I would say in, in more, in other homes, don't want to label them, but in other homes, the way I grew, I grew up in, in the families that my my family is associated with, the young girls would light candles maybe till 12 or the like, just like uh, their their brothers used to light candles. And for them, they felt like that was part of their, their mitzvah, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If a young girl wants to light candles even up until 12, even if she's older, even if she's married, she's light, allowed to light candles and make a bracha. So depending on the family, depending on the scenario... It, it is not a bad thing for for uh, the young children, boys, girls, to light candles. Whatever your family does, there's nothing wrong with it. And there's no problem making a bracha. The halacha is, even if you're putter from a mitzvah, let's say women are putter of mitzvah, say she has grandma, and they want to take a lulav on sukkahs, they're allowed to make a bracha. That's the psak of, of, uh, of the ramah. So in our scenario as well, let's say a 14-year-old girl. So theoretically, she's part of the household of her father, and maybe the minog wasn't that she has to light, but if she wants to light candles, there's nothing wrong with it. She's allowed to light with a bracha. Since we light inside, there's no issue of tzniyas with the with the chasam soifer. And, uh, and the truth is, not every single, not every girl will, will always be married. She might be divorced one day. She might be an amana. She might be single. There, There's definitely reason to light, to, to, to be mechanech and knowing how to light candles. So therefore, in some families, they have the young girls light candles. And there is, uh, there's no problem with it.